What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. NXX, Donaldsonville, and WDTLHD2 Baton Rouge. This hour brought to you by Spencer Callahan Injury Lawyers. LA 21 Offices in Baton Rouge. Hunt and Hill. Hunt Palmer. Jeremy Hill. Holding down the middle of the day. Live from the Mercedes-Benz of Baton Rouge Studios. It's Hunt and Hill. Now on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Welcome in. Hunt and Hill on a Thursday from the Mercedes-Benz of Baton Rouge Studio downtown in the capital city. I am Hunt. Hunt Palmer. He is Hill. Jeremy Hill. Casey Gaines and Taylor Sharp back there on the ones and twos. It is draft day. Mr. Hill, how are you? I'm doing great, man. Ready to get over to Don Juan, man. It's going to be a good night. Fired up about going over to Don Juan's Cigar Bar for the Rouse's draft party. We'll be streaming on the ESPN YouTube channel. If you watch us on YouTube daily, we appreciate that. We'll be right there. If you don't, tune us in on the radio and you'll be home during the draft. It's a great companion show to watch. You can listen to us. Be all the personalities here from 104.5 ESPN and pick by pick. We'll just kind of be talking about it and we'll take your interaction on the Bayou 4 chat and better yet, We'll take your interaction if you're at Don Juan Cigar Bar, where we'll be from 7 until the final pick is made, probably sometime after 11 o'clock. Jeremy, I wanted to talk first before we get into the Saints and and what they could do, what this drought's going to look like, Derek Stingley discussion, all of that. Uh, Let me set the show up first, too. Luke Johnson in 15 minutes on what he thinks the Saints are looking to do tonight. Leah Van from The Advocate talking LSU baseball at 1.30. She'll meet with Jay Johnson and uh, the baseball program here at 12.30. She'll be with us at 1.30, so looking forward to that. But um, now this is obviously a day that probably brings back some memories for you. Uh, you did not go in the first round, but that was a possibility. You certainly had to be ready for that and went pretty quickly there in round two. But what do you remember about that day, the first round of the draft, when your name was, was on the list? <laughs> yeah, it was long, man. It was long, obviously, early on in that draft. Um, you know, kind of knowing you're probably not going top five, top ten, or anything crazy like that, but kind of, you know, get to the later hours, you know, of the draft, and, you know, you're at the bottom of that first round, and you're kind of wondering, your phone's not really ringing, and, you you know, you kind of take it all in, like, nope, we won a first-round pick today, but, you know, it's a great likelihood we get drafted tomorrow, so that was probably the longest night ever in history, <laughs> um, trying to get to the next day, but uh, uh, the next day was great. I actually got a chance to, you know, get all my family together, so we had a big draft party. Um, you know, so it, it was fun. So uh, I think for me, uh, all these kids that get an opportunity today, uh, if you don't go first round, it's not the end of the world. If you get the opportunity, you got to make the most of it and you can be all right then. You were right there in that time period where they had determined, hey, the running back is kind of devalued as far as the top of the draft goes. That changed over time with obviously Leonard Fournette going very early and Saquon Barkley was a second pick in the draft a little bit later. But what was that draft process kind of like for you as a running back and, and kind of talking to teams and seeing what draft plans might be? Yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, I mean, it's a really interesting process because you're so new to it. You know, not too many months before you're getting ready to take finals and 
typing papers and going to study hall and then now everything kind of just changes overnight so a lot of the stuff you kind of have to let you know the people who've been doing it for a very long time do and kind of let them kind of take the reins and take control and you kind of you know pitch in when you can and that's you know having conversations with different coaches and different you know gms and different front office people and kind of just staying in shape making sure you're ready to go uh, because as soon as you get drafted you're hitting the ground running with workouts and learning a new offense and all that stuff was Bishop Sankey the first running back off the board in that draft? He's right in front of you. I can see. I don't see another one unless I'm missing one. Yeah, no, he was. He first was first. So, were were you like watching him or watching for that name or like what's that kind of like for as someone who's looking at other? I mean, it was you and Bishop Sankey went right there at 54 and 55, and then uh, to find your next running back, you got to go back down to Charles Sims from West Virginia, who went uh, in the third to Tampa Bay. Are you kind of looking at those guys or just kind of waiting for the phone to ring? No, I think for me, I was waiting for the phone ring. I, you kind of, kind of doesn't really matter because you know some teams may need a running back, some teams may not, and it's you really, you know, you never know what they're going to yeah. be thinking. And for me, I, I went to a team that really kind of already had two established running backs, so I didn't really think that you know I would be going there. So it's a really a world when you really no one really knows exactly what's going to go on. But for me, I was kind of just hoping the phone would ring. Ah, Carlos Hyde missed that one right yeah, there. Yep. So it was, there was three right there and four picks. So that's exactly the point. It was like. It was just a time there where people thought, well, we'll just get the running backs a little bit later. And then all of a sudden, when, when one goes off the board, everybody jumped in there and started started grabbing them up. So let's move into to tonight's festivities and the Saints having a pair of picks. What I want to do before I want to get into who the Saints may target, who they may pick. You see mock drafts all over the place, and we'll get into a lot of that as well. But I just want kind of your feeling on where this franchise is. They're still in this shock period of you've gotten rid of Drew Brees. Last year was a little bit weird with the quarterback spot because the guy you hitched your wagon to for one year got hurt. You decided to go two more years with Jameis Winston. Sean Payton is now out of the picture. I put a a Twitter poll up, and I'll get to the results there pretty quickly, but are the Saints ready to compete for their division, compete in the playoffs, compete to try to get to the Super Bowl, or are they a year or two or three away from that? I think they're definitely ready to compete. I, I think, you know, to say they're not, that would mean they'd be, you know, a team that's struggling to get to six, seven wins and they're just totally out of it. I think they, you know, what the, you know, what they have right now without adding anyone in the draft, I think they're right there, especially uh, with the success they've had against the Bucks. So I, I think for the Saints, you're going to see them. That's why they made, the, you know, the trades they did to, you know, get another first round pick and do the things that they're doing because they feel like they're right there and, you know, they can add some pieces to this team to really challenge and make a playoff run. My poll I put up, I said, okay, Saints fan, I want some honest opinions as I prepare for the show. Can the Saints roster, and I use uh, parentheses here, with some good picks this weekend, seriously compete to win the NFC with Jameis Winston over the next two years? Now, I realize I'm talking to Saints fans, so you're going to get a skewed answer there. But 72% say, sure, they're, they're ready to compete. And then there's another 29%, 28% that says probably not. And... I think it's interesting. It doesn't necessarily have a huge bearing on what the Saints do tonight, but it's just for the discussion. I think the Saints' defense is top five, top seven in football. It could be better than that, but I think, to put it conservatively, is a top seven defense in the NFL. Uh, I think that Alvin Kamara is exceptional. I think that Michael Thomas, if healthy and motivated, is a top ten wide receiver in the NFL. Um and I think they have some good pieces up front that they need to bolster. I'm not sold on Hurst at left tackle. That's That doesn't work for me. I'm going to ask Luke that in the next segment, but that that's not where I want to be, especially when I have a quarterback back there that's not as decisive and accurate and all that as Drew Brees is. Brees can mask. It's like Burrow with the LSU offensive line in, in 2019. You can mask some things when you know exactly where to go and you're accurate and decisive. Jameis 
it's decision making with him. And I need a, an elite offensive line for him to really have enough time to go. I don't think they're there just yet. And I'm just not ready to get on board with Jameis Winston. If you go back to this show when we launched in August and we started talking about the Saints with Jameis Winston at quarterback, I thought, you know, he's in middle third, probably around 20, maybe 17, 18. We'll see. When I see one of the brightest minds in the history of football in Sean Payton throw the ball fewer times with Jameis Winston than any team in the league, that to me tells me that Sean Payton did not trust Jameis Winston. And it's not a vacuum. There are other factors at play with the fact that you didn't have your number one wide receiver, you did have a good running game, your offensive line was banged up and moving some pieces around, and your defense was really good, so you're not going to go nuts there. I get all that, but it just that overwhelmingly to me told me He's seen this. He's not totally comfortable with it. And I trust Sean Payton's judgment there. So I just, I give pause to whether or not the Saints are truly in that class right now. Yeah, I mean, that's a totally different conversation than what I was having. I'm, I'm thinking they're just, you know, trying to charge, you know, to make the playoffs, possibly win the division. Now you're talking winning the NFC. That's a, that's an entirely different conversation. Yeah. I don't think they're there. I think you got to have that quarterback to me, you know, that top, you know, top five, at least in your conference. Uh, to really challenge to make those deep, you know, NFC runs, go to, you know, win an NFC championship game. Uh, unless you have, you know, you know, 2000 Ravens defense, you know, and that amazing run game, it's going to be very, very difficult to, to do that without a quarterback that's playing at an extremely high level. So, um, maybe if they can add some weapons to this team, maybe you can get some more offensive linemen that you really feel like can really hold up strong and really allow you to pass the ball. You know, on consistently down the field, uh, I just don't see this team actually, you know, winning the NFC. And that's where the discussion goes for tonight. It's like, are you really drafting the two pieces here that you really want to make a run in the next two years with Jameis? Or do you really just need to take the best player on the board because you're going to need this guy for five years from now when you really feel like you've got a chance? Maybe that's the same discussion. Maybe it's just you just take the best player. But if, if you really feel like this team is ready to compete, it, it may be a plug-and-play type deal where you just feel like you're you're just drafting that missing piece. Of course, we talked about the Buccaneers last year who were bringing everybody back. That's just who you got on the board. But if you feel like the Saints are one hole away, and I think a lot of people think that they're, they certainly have a massive hole at wide receiver and really need to fill that. But I've just found myself going back and looking at the Saints draft history and saying, they just never seem to do what we think they're going to do. And... I don't know if Sean Payton out and Dennis Allen in changes that, but it it still remains. Yeah, I mean that that the world is open for them right now, especially when you got multiple picks. The pressure of the world isn't on you to get that one right. You can kind of maybe take a chance somewhere, maybe you know go somewhere, you know, especially depending on what's happening with the board and what players you value and who's still there. Um, they got their options, man. I, they got a bunch of different ways they can go, especially if you know they value a guy that they you know still on the board. We saw the Cowboys, you know, Taylor Sharp's favorite team take C.D. Lamb when people thought they had no business taking a receiver at that point in the draft, but you know they had him so high on their board. Yeah. Um, that's the move they decided to make. So I think the Saints are in a, in a very similar situation. I guess what would make it the most obvious thing in terms of this discussion is if, and I've seen this on two or three mock drafts, one of which was this morning, the Saints taking Kenny Pickett with one of these picks. And if they did that, to me, that tells me. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's not necessarily about finding that guy for this year. Because, yeah, I guess theoretically, and it said it in the, in the draft little blurb under that he could, quote-unquote, compete with Jameis Winston for the starting job. That, to me, feels like you're trying to figure it out, not we got, we got to make a run right now. So, you know, if they draft a wide receiver and a tackle tonight, just like everyone thinks they're going to, then you feel like they've got a roster put together they think can make a push. If you go up there and take Kenny Pickett, which a lot of people have, have thought about, I just think it changes the discussion a little bit around the entire franchise. That's just kind of my two cents uh, about the whole thing. Your thoughts if they took a quarterback? Uh, yeah, it means they don't have any faith in that, uh, Jameis Winston to win right now. Um, obviously not for the future either. And obviously you probably just bring Andy Dalton in to kind of be that bridge quarterback, a uh, guy in the locker room that has veteran experience and that can kind of show some of the younger guys the ropes. And he'd be probably doing that for Kenny Pickett. So that would, that would, that probably would tell me if they did that. This is a really cool thing before we get to, to Luke Johnson here. We've been reminding you all month that ESPN Baton Rouge and the Baton Rouge Clinic are bringing you the Dreams Come True Radiothon. Dreams Come True, organization designed to help grant dreams for children with life-threatening illnesses. Dreams Come True Radiothon presented today by Rev, Red Stick Sports, and Delta College. You can donate today at 1045ESPN.com. You've told, heard me say this for three weeks now, but things have changed for the next 24 hours. Actually, a little bit more than that. This is really cool. Everyone who goes to 1045ESPN.com or the other websites for the stations here, but for our purposes, 1045ESPN.com, and make a $9 donation. That's all they're asking is a $9 donation Thursday morning, so right now, through 5 p.m. tomorrow. You'll be entered in a drawing to win a signed helmet from Drew Brees. Um, so all you need is a $9 donation at 1045ESPN, and you will get a signed helmet from Drew Brees. Would love, love, love y'all to be a part of that. So if you can go to 1045ESPN.com, just donate $9, as we've said, for a whole month. No donation too big or too small. Uh, you will be entered to win. That is a really, really cool thing that, uh, that we've got going over here as we try to close this thing out strong with dreams come true. We'll take a time out when we come back. Luke Johnson on what the Saints are looking at this evening. That's next on Hunt and Hill. Hunt Palmer and Jeremy Hill. It's Hunt and Hill. The playoffs are rolling on, and you can make every game feel like Game 7 on FanDuel Sportsbook, an official partner of the NBA. Throughout the playoffs, all customers can place a no-sweat, same-game parlay each week. You'll get up to $20 in free bets. If you don't win, FanDuel has so many ways to play. And best of all, when you win, you'll get paid faster than a fast break. Look, I mean, you can do a lot of things with the same-game parlay. I'm looking at the Suns' Pels tonight. Pels are uh, are getting two points at home. If the you know, you can bet the Pels to win and Brandon Ingram to have a double-double. That plays almost plus 500 if you can get that. So they, you can play small bets, get big money, and if you don't win, 
No big deal. Get up to $20 in free bets on your same-game parlay if your parlay doesn't hit. FanDuel Sportsbook, an official partner of the NBA. You must be 21 and present in Louisiana. Refund issued is a non-withdrawable free bet that expires seven days after receipt. Max free bet, $20 per week. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. If you or something you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-877-770-STOP. In times of need, get a full list of phone numbers, websites, and other important emergency information on the Demco Stormwatch page at 1045ESPN.com. Previous hailstorms have caused hidden damage to countless Baton Rouge homes. Ryson Roofing spots the damage, makes the claim, and replaces your roof. You pay only your insurance deductible. Never anything more. Call Ryson Roofing today and schedule your free inspection. 330-3513. RysonRoofing.com. Before you open your doors each day, ask yourself one question. Is my building clean and healthy for my customers and employees? If you trust Janet King, the king of clean, then you know the answer. Yes! We've been cleaning and disinfecting this area for almost 35 years. Our local franchise owners make this happen every day because, like you, they live, eat, shop, work, and pray in these same local buildings. For your clean and healthy building, go to JanetKingCleans.com. That's JanetKingCleans.com today for a healthy building tomorrow. Our 2022 Dreams Come True Radiothon presented by the Baton Rouge Clinic is happening right now. And we couldn't make dreams come true without your help. This year, local businesses like Complete Collision, Home Bank, GoFlow IV Spa, and Rev have each pledged to match your donations once we reach $2,000. Whatever amount you can spare will get us that much closer to making more dreams come true for local kids suffering from life-threatening illnesses. Visit 1045ESPN.com to pledge your donation today. Hey, it's Matt Moscona. The NFL Draft is almost here. Our Draft Companion Show returns, and this year it's brought to you by Rouse's, the official supermarket of LSU Athletics. Find the Rouse's location nearest you at rouse's.com, where they have curbside pickup and delivery options rouses.com the draft is coming we'll be giving pick by pick analysis join us on the watch 104.5 espn youtube and facebook all of our coverage is presented this year by rouses the official supermarket of lsu athletics it's the best of all worlds great cigars great cocktails and an amazing atmosphere it's don juan cigar bar located in town center don juan is the perfect place to enjoy a great cocktail beer on tap a wide selection of scotches and bourbons And, of course, a fine premium cigar. Sit back, relax, let the time fade by. Don Juan Cigar Bar. Great cocktails, great cigars, the good life. Check them out online, donjuancigarbar.com. This is Blake Maggio in our GMFS Prairieville office. My team and I are here to help you feel confident and educated from application to close. With new loan limits, it's time to start investing in yourself. Call me, Blake Maggio, today at 225-229-4872. That's 229-4872 or online at gmfsmortgage.com slash blake.maggio. GMFS. Number 69955. Subject to credit and property proof. Premier South Roofing might need to check your roof. Call 225-757-6621. ESPN Baton Rouge. Coming up on Thursday's early line, we look ahead to game six between the Pelicans and Suns in their first round playoff series, and it's NFL Draft Day. So join us from 2 to 3 p.m. early line right here on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge.
Texas Hunt and Hill on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Been a minute since we caught up with Luke Johnson. Covers the Saints down there in New Orleans. It is draft day, so Luke, good enough to jump aboard with us for a minute. Mr. Johnson, how are you? I'm doing great, Hunt. How are you? Doing very well. I'm, I'm excited to watch uh, the draft tonight and curious to see what the Saints do. Always interesting when the local teams got uh, got a couple of picks, as they do tonight. I'll just start by throwing this out there because it showed up on two of the mocks I looked at this morning. Are you buying any of the Kenny Pickett smoke to New Orleans? Uh, a little bit, yeah. I mean, I, I think um, out of all the quarterbacks in the class, he's the one that kind of makes the most sense to me for, for New Orleans. Um, I think I would still be... I'd still be surprised if that's the move, um, but they, you know, out of out of all the guys, um, I guess he's the one who'd be the least surprising to me um, for the Saints. I, I just think the, the like the style of play, um, you know, the, the strengths of Kenny Pickett really closely align with what New Orleans likes. Um, you know, I, I think there's the, the organization has. It, it may be a, a short-term answer quarterback right now, but I don't think they have anything long-term set. You know, I, I think it's um, it was it, them going after Deshaun Watson was was uh, was yet proof enough that they are not like thrilled with where their quarterback position's at right now. And if they see an upgrade, they're going to go get it. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be totally surprised, um, but I, I think I would still think they're going to go another direction in, in the first round. I think part of the reason why Dennis Allen was hired and they kept kind of everybody from within was because the organization has such a good synergy and, and such a good uh, such a good foundation under it. So I don't ask this if there's some sort of fracture, but just to guess, who swings the biggest stick in this draft room? Is it Dennis Allen? Is it Mickey Loomis? Is it Jeff Ireland? Uh, that's a really good question. Um, you know, I'd probably have to say... Uh, Mickey, uh, but I, you know, I, I really think that could go any way. If if I found out that it was it was Jeff Ireland, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, I think probably the the one who I have the the least amount of of faith in as swing the biggest stick, as you put it, would be uh, Dennis Allen, just because he he hasn't been a part of this process for nearly as long, at least not in the role that he's in right now, obviously. So, um, it, it, look, I, I think Mickey is ultimately the guy who's who's um, you know, crossing the crossing the T's and dotting the I's on everything here. And um, I know, you know Jeff is probably the guy who puts the most work into the scouting process and, and probably has a, a really loud voice in that room. But I, I think ultimately it all comes down to Mickey Loomis. Speaking of quarterbacks, do you see a world where the Saints uh, trade both of these first-round picks to, to move up to take a guy that they may fall in love with? I don't think so. I, I mean, you know, if they did that, I think it would be – for a different position, um, just because I, I think every, everything that, that, that you know, we've been hearing about the draft in these last um, you know couple of weeks has has been you know that there's probably going to be the quarterbacks available there at 16 if they wanted to sit and wait. Um, and, and you know, look, the only the only scenario where, where that's different is um, is if they are absolutely convinced one of these guys is going to be just a stud, you know like likelihood of hall of famer kind of guy. And then you do whatever you got to do to go get him. Like, it, you know, that absolutely makes sense. Um, I just don't know. You know I, I don't know if there are any of those guys in this class. Maybe the saints think there are, but I, I just, you know, that it would be a big surprise. Um, I, I don't think I'd necessarily be surprised if they packaged, you know, one or both of those picks to, to move up and, and get somebody who they think is going to be 
uh, you know, like a like an all pro type of player. Um, you know, especially at at one of these premium positions, like um, you know, like tackle or or uh, uh, yeah, I guess that's probably the only one I could see him packaging and these picks didn't move up for right now. I don't, I don't think it would make sense for them to do it at you know, somewhere like corner or receiver. Um, but it, look, it just I, I think the the idea of of you know, this team is saying that it is ready to compete right now. Um, and the idea of, of trading future assets uh, to then trade those assets to go even higher and, and get one player just doesn't really, you know, especially for a quarterback, it just, just doesn't align with, with everything they've said about this offseason so far. Do you believe James Hurst is the, op- is the, uh, is the option to left tackle? I think he's an option. I think he'd be a suitable option for, uh, for this year if that's what it came down to. Um, but it, you know, I don't think that's that's the uh, the number one choice. You know, um, I, I think um, if looking at, at their roster right now and and just looking at the history of that offensive line over the last couple of years, with so many guys dealing with injuries, um, that that swing tackle becomes so valuable. Yeah, James Hurst started games games at I think four different positions last year um, before really kind of slow playing things with left tackle after Teron Armstead got hurt. So I just think it makes it makes a lot of sense to me to keep him in that role. It's very valuable, um, and if you're able to, to kind of lock down a, a premier position like left tackle for the next ten years, then then you do it. And I, I think there are going to be some guys there that have a uh, have a really good chance of being available for New Orleans. You can give me some names if you'd like, but I, I'll ask you: is is there a mold of a wide receiver that you think would fit best opposite Michael Thomas? Is it take the top off the defense like Jamison Williams style? Is it better if they have a slot guy who kind of wants to you know work the middle of the field? I know Thomas does a lot of that. What's what's the mold and what maybe some names that make a lot of sense to you? Yeah, I, I mean it, the the two that really make the most sense to me are Jamison Williams and Chris Olave. Um, uh, Jamison Williams, just for the exactly the reason you mentioned, they don't have a guy on the team right now. Maybe with the exception of. Deontay Harris, who, you know, I think you can't necessarily count on him to be there for 17 games every year. Um, I have a guy on the team who's really like a big play threat. And I think that's really the perfect compliment to Thomas is, is just having a guy who can absolutely stretch the field, especially if you're going to have Jameis Winston at quarterback, um, who's going to kind of take his shots. Um, I, yeah, I think he would be the ideal compliment to Mike T. And then if you're going to get him, you know, Alave is not necessarily this uh, this huge big play threat, but he's, he's fast. He ran a sub four four forty at the combine, and uh, you look at his game tape from Ohio State, and he just like looks like a Saints player. You know, the guy is so precise and so smooth. Um, he's like a smaller bodied, faster version of Michael Thomas. I feel like um, I, I just think uh, yeah, those two players. Um, I'd be very happy if if either of those guys are available. Uh, if I'm the Saints, and I, I do what I can to get one of them. I know receiver and offensive line have been getting a lot of buzz for Saints, uh, possibly taking with those first two picks. But what would you say the next position of need would be uh, the, where the Saints would possibly go if they don't have the guys on the board that they're at those positions? I mean, uh, there's there's two names that are that are popping out to me where if they're available, I'm, I'm doing what I can to take them at 16. Um, and that's uh, Kyle Hamilton, the safety from Notre Dame. Um, and... Uh, Jordan Davis, defensive tackle from Georgia. Um, yeah, I think those are probably, if you're looking at their defense, I think those are probably the two weakest positions right now. Um, 
and uh, and those two guys are studs. Um, so that, those those would be like a surprise candidates, especially you know especially if they're available at sixteen. Um, Hamilton is just you know he's he's a physical freak. The Saints obviously love those kinds of guys. Um, yeah, I think he could give you a, a little bit of flexibility and safety, um, which they also love. And uh, you know, just anytime you can add a good playmaker to a, a defensive-minded head coach's roster, I think that's a good move. Um, yeah, Jordan Davis, obviously, if people here are familiar with him, but um, they, the guy put up absolutely monster numbers at the combine. I think he's uh, like a 10.0 on this relative athletic score scale, which is, the Saints are kind of known to follow. Um, and you look at their defensive line right now, and David Onyemata is coming off one of his years of his career, um, and they've got just a lot of undrafted guys next to him, guys who've been solid players. But, um, you know, Shy Tuttle and Malcolm Roach and, you know, uh, Christian Ringo, a bunch of guys who um, that, you know, were not drafted, I think combined to post like two tackles for loss and no sacks last year. And they played a lot of football. So I, I think. Uh, defensive tackle and, and free safety specifically are two positions I think they could address really early. Um, and uh, and if those two players specifically are available, I'd, I'd be keeping an eye out for those guys. Always a game to see what teams are going to trade up, what teams are going to be aggressive, and where the run on a position is. When you look at the mock drafts, a lot of, of wide receiver runs there in the middle of round one. As I look at the, the teams with some capital who may be interested in going in front of the Saints, I see the Packers who have 22 and 28. I see the Chiefs who have 29 and 30. We think because they both lost all pro wide receivers, they may be in the market as well. Is that something the Saints are going to have to monitor? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I think that's like, like you raise a good point here and that at like um, the kind of general narrative is that the, uh, the receivers are going to kind of start Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Coming off the board, mid-round one, right around with the Saints pick, and there's going to be a big run on toward the end of the first round. Um... But I think the more and more you're looking at this, like you could see um, Atlanta take a receiver at eight. You could see Washington take a receiver at eleven, or the Jets take a receiver at ten. Like there could there could conceivably be three off the board in the first eleven picks, um, and then maybe you know, you start to see one of those teams like in the back end of the first round go, oh snap, like we need to move up and make a, and make a move. I, I think it's totally possible. Um, that you you start to see a lot of action in that middle part of the first round, specifically with receivers, um, because everybody knows the Saints need one and have two first round picks. Um, so, uh, you know th- that position in particular, I think it's also possible with um, 
you know, if maybe one or two of these edge rushers fall, um, you know, there, there could be, you know, somebody like Jermaine Johnson who could go as high as like number four to the Jets, but maybe he's, he doesn't and he's still there at 11 or 12. And, and there's a couple other guys there that, that, that uh, you know, cost some teams to trade up or, or same thing with his offensive tackles. Um, you know, four could go in the top 11 or 12. And then, you know, also, only one or two could. So, um, yeah, it, it, there's just so much room for this thing to go just kind of crazy tonight. I, it, nobody really knows anything about what's going to happen. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it sure will be. I'll let you go on this one. Uh, who's the most likely player that the Saints select at some point tonight? Ooh. Like name? Yeah. Name player? Uh, I'm going to go Trevor Penning. I, okay. I, he just feels like he makes so much sense for him. He's a left tackle out of Northern Iowa. A big dude, mean dude, plays a position they really, really need right now. Um, he just seems like a, a very clear fit for them um, at a position of need. Luke, we appreciate some time. Enjoy it tonight. Sounds good, guys. Talk to you later. Luke Johnson covers the Hoodats for The Advocate. A lot of really good stuff there. I was going to do some uh, LSU baseball resume talk next, but we're kind of in the middle of this draft deal, and I've got some more thoughts and some more research. I want to get Jeremy's opinion on it for sure as we move forward. So more draft talk coming up next on Hunt Hill. Home down the middle of the day. This is Hunt and Hill. Our listeners fire up their opinions on the gymsfirearms.net hotline at 499-1045. Keep listening for your next chance to shoot us your thoughts with the gymsfirearms.net hotline on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. As a local business owner, you're busy. You don't have time to keep up with the overly complicated accounting practices and tax regulations. You need Go Tax Resolution in Lafayette. Call us today at 1-337-420-1040. From the minute you walk into Go Tax Resolution, you'll feel like their only client. That's because their success is measured by your success. They'll provide you with the peace of mind you deserve. Get real help from real people. Call Go Tax Resolution in Lafayette today. Since 2002, Bowie Outfitters has been your premier outfitter for all your hunting, fishing, firearms, and archery needs. Locally owned and operated, Bowie proudly offers world-class service and the very best gear to get you outdoors. And right now through April 30th, get huge savings on cookware. All Bayou Classic cookware is 20% off, and all King Cooker and Charred cookware is 30% off. Bowie Outfitters, for everything outdoors. 8630 Perkins Road between Essen and Blue Bonnet. This is Jordan Faircloth, candidate for judge. When I moved to Baton Rouge to pitch for LSU, I fell in love with this town. It's why I decided to practice law here and why my wife and I decided to raise our family here. But this isn't the Baton Rouge I fell in love with. Violent crime is destroying the city. We need judges who are willing to take a stand and fight back. I'm ready to take that stand. This is Jordan Faircloth. Please stand with me and vote Saturday, April 30th. Paid for by Jordan Faircloth for judge. Certain things in life are never easy. You don't look forward to it. But once it comes, you want to make sure it's at least as easy as it can be. That's Hunt's Tire Pearls and Car Care Center since 1988. Greenwood Springs Road, 272-7404. All name brand tires. Price match guarantee. No interest financing available. You can schedule an appointment. Les Hunt, a redemptress high school hall of famer involved in the community. Always there making sure. 
that he treats your vehicle as if he would treat his own and his wife, his family. All changes, tune-ups, alignments, battery service, belts and hoses, brake repairs. I don't go to bat for just about anybody. And Hunt, Les Hunt at Hunt's Tire and Pro Care Center is one I will do. Since 1988, make sure when you need any vehicle, summertime's coming up. Kids are almost out of school. Be safe on the road. They can help you do it. Hunt's Tire Pros at Car Care Center. Go down sure with Forest. You get to Greenville Springs Road and take a left. 272-7404. At Small Sliders, we're obsessively focused on serving the best cheeseburger slider. Being fussy about the smalls things pays off. One cook to order victory at a time. We're Smalls in. Visit Small Sliders on Nicholson across from Tigerland and now Blue Bonnet across from Perkins Row. Hey, is this Lane Secure? Franco cybersecurity firm secured a contract. And that's all we're allowed to say. We have a green light on hiring. He needs web security professionals with a military background. Three teams of four, 24-hour rotations, but protocol Zulu is on a need-to-know basis. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from the Indeed dashboard, so you can stay organized and connected all the way to the hire. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... Don't you just love the smell of old books? This is a library. Sorry, ma'am. We're looking for a book titled Liberty Mutual Customizes Your Car Insurance So You Only Pay for What You Need. I don't think we carry that, but check nonfiction. He really does devour literature. Please leave. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Never buying a truck from anywhere else. Great to work with. Shopbyu4.com. The Early Line with Mario Jerez and Matt Musso. Weekday afternoons from 2 to 3 on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Hey, it's Matt Moscona inviting you to join us for Thursday's AFR. Presented by the Aesthetic Medicine and Anti-Aging Clinics of Louisiana. It's draft day. All you need to know before round one. And we're previewing Pell Suns game six. Join us. 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. This is Hunt and Hill on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. The Crawfish King cook-off returns to downtown Baton Rouge next Friday, May the 6th. Team spots are limited. Please reserve your team as soon as possible by visiting crawfishkingcookoff.com by registering a team. You're supporting the Big Buddy program and junior achievement, increasing youth mentoring activities in our schools and after-school programs. Saints... Presumably, we'll add a couple of pieces this evening, and the speculation is that one of those is going to be at wide receiver at some point. So let's kind of run through your options here. The Saints pick at 16 and 19. Um, you would think Garrett Wilson would be off the board by 16. you think he's closer to maybe 8, 9, 10. Jamison Williams, I don't think, is going to slide all the way to 16. Uh, you would think those two guys, if the Saints don't move, would be gone. At this point, you start talking about options that could potentially be there. Drank London, big body wide receiver from USC, big 6'4", uh, rangy pass catcher. Is that a guy that could be there at 16? Uh, I mean, a lot of people have him as their best receiver in this yeah. draft, so I think he, mean, he could be there, but I seriously doubt it. I think a lot of teams have really fell in love with that big target guy. To me, it reminds me a lot of Mike Evans. I just don't think he'll probably be there at 16. Okay, the next two I think have a real chance of being close there, Traylon Burks and Chris Olave. 
your preference there. I know teams fall in love with speed, and Olave ran really fast. I think he could be there, but I would not be shocked if a team, you know, pulled the trigger on that. He, he ran 4-2 at the combine. You know, those guys don't fall off trees. He could be there, but I definitely think uh, Burks will be there. I think Burks will probably be somewhere around that 16 mark, and if the Saints really like him, I think that'd be a guy that could really, you know, play well at the next level. I think he's a really good prospect. Now, here's the deal. The, the Saints pick at 16 and 19. Um there's going to be an aggressive run towards wide receivers early, we think. The Packers could move up. They could package 22 and 28 to move up to try to help Aaron Rodgers to replace Devontae Adams. Won't do that in the draft, but got to make an effort. The Chiefs have lost Tyreek Hill. They've got two first-rounders at 29 and 30. They could move up. People think the Jets may be in the market to try to help Zach Wilson and get a wide receiver. They pick at 4 and 10. Maybe they could move back. Those are the teams that are most linked to wide receivers. What if the Saints don't pick a wide receiver, 16 or 19? They pick again at 49. Now, these first couple of names aren't going to be there at 49. George Pickens, who I think is got a chance to be the best receiver in the draft. He's also got a chance to be a head case that you can't deal with, and he doesn't work out. He's, he's, he's a risk-reward guy, but I've been floored by him every time he's gone out there as a Georgia Bulldog when he wasn't hurt. Jahan Dotson from Penn State. Probably going to go in the first round, but maybe around in the second round. And then as I start to move back down the list and start to look at, at number 49, I'll throw two SEC names that out you that may work out if the Saints don't or the Saints see somebody in the first round that they don't want it, they don't want a wide receiver, they want to go get some, they want to get Kenny Pickett, or they want to go get a tackle, or they want to go solidify nose guard or something like that. What if in the second round they took either John Mechie or Wandell Robinson? The Saints did that? Yeah. Um, does that does that meet your needs? Uh, second round pick. I don't 49th. know if I go, I don't know if I would go that high on Wandell. Um, Mechie. I don't think Mechie's explosive enough to go second round. I, I don't know. I don't know if I I go second round with either one of those guys. I, I think you could possibly wait if you if you don't have the receiver you really really love. I think you can get the same sort of production in the third or fourth. Uh, compared to going there with, with them uh, in the second, if I'm the Saints. I think Saints fans will be disappointed if the Saints don't take a wide receiver tonight because that's fun. It's fun to think about a touchdown scoring guy on your team. It's more fun to think about that than middle linebacker or nose guard or left tackle. I mean, it's great to get those, but it's fun to watch highlights of your guy making plays on the outside. And so if they don't do that tonight, if they, they draft two different positions or move up because they want to get one guy and, and they, they use that capital to get one guy – I'm curious if, if if there's something they can address in second round or third round that would still make people feel like, okay, you've you've cleaned up that need opposite Mike Thomas. That's that's what I'm yeah. trying to get at here. Yeah, I think you would have to get a burner. I think that's the only thing that I think would get people out of their seats. Uh, find a guy that's, you know, really ran a great, great 40 time. I just don't think – I think Wondell's more of a, a gadget, like, you know, slot guy, special teams guy. And I think Mechie coming off the ACL – he already wasn't a burner to me. Now you're going to take a guy in the second round coming off injury. I don't know if I love that. So for me, yeah, I think they could they could possibly go with a guy that has real speed, and I think that would kind of get people you know a little excited. Sky Moore, five ten, one ninety five, wide receiver from West Western Michigan, is a guy that's been looked at as a second or third round guy. That's that's kind of where I am on wide receiver. Do you have a best fit for the Saints at wide receiver? A a dream scenario for them? 
Uh, yeah, I think uh, Garrett Wilson, I think that would be a, a perfect fit for them. They'd have to uh, go get him. Yeah, he's not going to be there. Though. I think the most realistic option is a guy like Traylon Burks. I, I, I really think he's uber talented. I think, you know, a guy with that size and that speed and just what he can do after the catch, Um, he can stretch the field. He can, you know, catch the ball in one-on-one situations. If I'm the Saints, I would not be too upset with going, with going with a guy like that. All right, let's look at tackle now. That's the other need that we think that the Saints need to address. We feel like Evan Neal is going to go pretty quickly. I've seen some smoke to – to Houston at number three. We heard that with Stingley yesterday. Starting to hear more of Evan Neal three there. Uh, Charles Cross. Uh, I watched. I was telling you all off the air. I watched ESPN's uh, NFL Nation mock draft last night, where they had all the beat writers make selections for their respective teams. And Charles Cross fell to the Saints in that scenario. Um, that would be, I think, just a home run if they could get him. I think he would. I think he could play left tackle in the NFL this coming season. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's just projected, you know, the second best, you know, tackle in this draft. So if you're finding a way to draft that guy outside the top 10, you really feel great about, you know, getting a guy with that much talent at that position. And I know people, you know, saying he's in the, you know, the air raid offense and stuff. It's not really, it's really hard to kind of sell. But, you know, he was the number one tackle coming out of high school. And so I think for me, um, getting a guy like that, you know, and that pick, I, I think that'd be a good look for the Saints. Then you got uh, Ekam Ikwanu from uh, NC State. There was some talk, like back in January, of him being the number one overall pick in this draft because of the position he plays. Uh, Bernard Raymond from Central Michigan, Trevor Pennig, who Luke talks about there from Northern Iowa. I think all five of those guys are probably going to go in the first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you can probably cross Neil off the list, and then I would. I would be shocked if Cross was still there at 16, although, like I said, it was there. But Iquanu, Raymond, Penning, those all seem to check your boxes for the Saints at 16 and 19. Yeah, I think for for the Saints, if you can find a tackle um, that you have a first-round grade on at 16, then you feel really great about that pick. I think uh, those guys don't fall off trees, and normally, you know, the first four or five guys are the, you know, the, the league feels really great about if you can get your hands on one of those guys, I don't think you need to be too picky. Uh, sometimes, you know, the most obvious decision is the best decision. So for the Saints, I think if they did happen to go receiver and offensive line, wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. No, for sure. And so I look at, look, anybody can take anybody. So this is kind of a fool's errand, but I'm trusting people to do this for a living and know what they're talking about. And all I can do is bring their thoughts to the table. But these are the teams that, that the general consensus is will be shopping for a tackle. Uh, the Giants, very likely, they have the Fifth and second, uh, fifth and seventh picks. Um, the Jets at four and ten. So the two New York teams have four of the top ten picks, um, and they're in the market for a tackle. You got the Panthers at six. You got the Seahawks at nine, uh, and then you got the Chargers at seventeen, which is between the Saints' two picks. Again, anybody could be on the lookout. The Bears need a tackle. They don't pick in the first round, so they'd have to really pull some strings if they were going to move up to get one. But start talking about if the Giants and the Jets each use one pick and Panthers and Seahawks do, that's four right there, and the Chargers would be between the Saints and 17. Again, that's all fluid, and they can pick any position, we know. But it, it it's something that the Saints have to monitor as they kind of look and see where they want to pick and whether or not they want to move. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we talked about it earlier. Sometimes there's a run at a position. Uh, you see, you know, one guy go off the board, and you figure teams are going to start, you know, going after the going after those positions because, you know, you there's only so many guys at so many positions with first-round grades. And so if you got a first-round pick and there's only one, you know, first-round grade guy at a position of need, then you're probably going to be going in that direction. So I think the Saints are going to be, you know, following close attention to, you know, what these receivers are doing early on in the draft and what some of these tackles are doing early on in the draft because that's going to have a big implication on, you know, who they can pick in the first round. Mel Kuyper has the Saints drafting um, 
drafting Trevor Pinnig at 16 and Kenny Pickett at 19. Uh, Todd McShay has the Saints taking Chris Olave at 16 and then Devontae Wyatt, the big defensive tackle from Georgia at 19. I think it's interesting there. Shai Tuttle and David Onyemata are only under contract for one more season. Uh, Luke talked about the non-drafted free agent guys like Roach that they've got in there that have played that haven't necessarily been uber productive. Um, so I think defensive tackle does make a lot of sense. If you know, Luke mentioned if if uh, Jordan Davis is there, then maybe his teammate Devontae Wyatt uh, is there as well. It's um, it's shocking that Georgia could have three or four guys off the defensive front <laughs> taken in the first round. That is nuts. Uh, but I guess that's why you're the best team in the country last year and hoisted the hardware. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's normally what happens, man. Some of these super, super talented teams that have some of these magical seasons, normally they probably got a lot of really, really good players on their teams, and NFL can't wait to get their hands on them. That just happens to be the case with Georgia this season. They are quite good. You recruit pretty well. You win a lot of games. You get a lot of guys paid. It's a good system to keep funneling guys through and winning a lot of college football games. We'll come back, close out hour number one with a little more Saints talk next. Hunt Hill. 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge with Hunt and Hill. Like if you're looking for that next F-150, next Explorer Expedition, Bayou Ford is obviously a great option for you. But if you're looking for a Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, any of those brands, they've got those at Bayou Automotive down there in Laplace. So if you can't choose between a Bronco and a Jeep Rubicon, you can check out both through Bayou Automotive. Check out the inventory at BayouFord.com. They've got pre-owned, they've got new, and they've got some awesome, awesome deals that Jeremy can tell you about. Yeah, they got two specials going on right now on two brand new vehicles on a new 2022 Ford F-150 with 2.9% APR for 60 months and also $500 in bonus cash. They also have a new 2021 Ford EcoSport with $2,000 off MSRP. Anytime you buy over there at Bayou Ford, that car is going to come with a 1 million mile powertrain warranty you heard that right not a misprint a million miles the life of that vehicle it's going to be under that powertrain warranty over there by you ford give them a shot let them be your spot for your new automobile purchase by you ford you can find them at buyyouford.com the baton rouge clinic brings you the 2022 dreams come true radiothon help make a dream come true for a louisiana child with a life-threatening illness today by making your donation at 1045espn.com Yo, Jacob here, and when I needed a full roof replacement, the only company I was going to contact was Garcia Roofing. With over 30 years of experience in the Garcia Guarantee, it's a company that you can trust and count on. Online, it's GarciaDidMyRoof.com. Employers are more motivated than ever to hire good, skilled workers, which means they're also paying more. So there's never been a better time to start your path to a new career and start earning more money than ever. ITI Technical College has been helping place students and graduates in good, high-paying jobs for almost 50 years right here in Baton Rouge. Enrollment is open right now. To learn more, visit iticollege.edu or stop by 13944 Airline Highway. For a better life, iticollege.edu. What's up, y'all? T-Bob here reminding you that every Friday, 3 to 5, I'm at the Rouse's off of Burbank and Lee handing out gift cards. Come holler at me, and while you're there, get everything you need for the weekend. You want to burl some crawfish or buy them burl? They got you at Rouse's, the official supermarket of LSU Athletics.
What do your customers expect from you? Consistency, reliability, a healthy place for them to frequent, and fantastic customer satisfaction? That's the same thing you deserve, and you'll get it from Jenny King, the king of clean. We currently clean and disinfect over 650 businesses, buildings, healthcare facilities, schools, and offices here in the Baton Rouge area with a 99.99% customer satisfaction success rate. For your clean and healthy building, go to JennyKingCleans.com. That's JennyKingCleans.com now. Jenny King. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Bayou GMC dealer. This is former LSU pitcher Ben McDonald for First South Farm Credit. Louisiana is called Sportsman's Paradise for a reason. Our state has so much to offer when it comes to hunting property and rural real estate. And First South Farm Credit is here to offer financing for that rural property you're looking for. So when you're looking to purchase or refinance land, do what I did and go with the home team. First South Farm Credit. Find them online at firstsouthland.com. Equal housing lender. May is Military Appreciation Month, and 104.5 ESPN wants to honor local military veterans and those that are still serving throughout the month. Let us know who you would like to recognize at 104.5 ESPN.com. To the men and women who sacrificed so much for us, 104.5 ESPN thanks you. Brandon Holly here. Pick your color, pick your siding. ReliefWindows.com. Jimmy Ott's Game Time, weeknights from 6 to 8 on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Coming up on Thursday's Early Line, we look ahead to Game 6 between the Pelicans and Suns in their first-round playoff series, and it's NFL Draft Day. So join us from 2 to 3 p.m. Early Line, right here on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. And Hill, 104.5 ESPN, Baton Rouge. Closing up shop, hour number one here. Looking back at Saints' first-round draft picks in recent memory, and it's a bit of a mixed bag. It's not terrible, and it's not great, but it's it's hit or miss. You look back at 2021, took Peyton Turner, had the injuries. There were some flashes, but the book is still very much out on Turner. Cesar Ruiz in 2020. Figure you had that weird first season with COVID, no mini camp and all that kind of stuff, but a little bit underwhelming right there. Uh, you did not have a pick in 2019. In 2018, you took Marcus Davenport. He can't stay on the field. So all of a sudden, you look back and you know, four years worth of number ones have been fairly underwhelming. Now, you got an all pro in Ryan Ramchick uh, in 2017. You also got another all pro in Marshawn Lattimore in 2017. So that was an absolute home run, picking at 11 and 32 in that draft. In 16, you took Sheldon Rankins with the 12th pick. Nice NFL player. Doesn't play for you anymore, obviously, uh, but that certainly wasn't a miss. Stephon Anthony in 2015 was a whiff. Uh, Andrews Pete has been fine, uh, but you took him at 13 there. Um, and then you know Brandon Cooks in 14 is a really good player that, that you moved on from. And then Kenny Vaccaro back in 2013, who, you know, nice player. Uh, certainly not, not incredible. So, you know, 2017, you hit two home runs. Outside of that, it's been... Pretty underwhelming in the first round for the Saints. They need to change that 
tonight in a big way if they want to continue to compete because you've got two picks that should be immediate starters, I would think. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's uh, why the first-round picks are so valuable because they can change the course of a franchise. And uh, you can, you know, I think if you take, you know, Marshawn Lattimore and Ryan Ranchek out of that group, then uh, the Saints are looking at things a lot differently. Yeah. So uh, if you can get right and hit on some of these guys, it can really, you know, set you up to have a ton of success on either side of the ball. So it's going to be so important for the Saints to kind of figure out, you know, who they value the most, who's highest on their board, and who can really help this team. Because if you can get them right – um, you can really set yourself up for success in the near future. What it tells me is that, one, they had a great coach and a great quarterback, so that masks a lot of things. But, two, that they've done an excellent job later in the draft. They have found really, really good players, franchise-type players uh, in, in the second round and later. We can go on with Kamara and Thomas and, and Armstead. I mean, you can just, the list goes on and on. They've also done a pretty good job with undrafted guys and bringing in players and finding some free agents that were kind of on the scrap. I mean, Demario Davis was cut. And then all of a sudden you bring him in and he's one of the best linebackers in football. Their talent evaluation has been very good. Just for whatever reason, they have missed at the top end of this thing. Part of it is you're never picking third. You're always picking, generally speaking, 13, 17, 22, 30, something like that. And that makes it a little more difficult. But still, you like your hit ratio to be a little bit better in the first round than really it was one year and the rest have been you know, fringe starters. Yeah, no, you definitely have to because I think if you can do that, uh, that's what makes these some of these teams really, really talented that make these runs year in and year out because you got guys on rookie contracts who are really, really good players and you're not, you know, those guys aren't eating a ton of cap. And if you can, you know, get that type of production from your first round picks, um, it only helps you out a ton. So the Saints, uh, it's going to be a great opportunity for them to, you know, really hit on some of these and really give themselves a chance to uh, challenge this season. It'll be fun to see what happens this evening for the Saints. Our Lady Lake Ascension and 100.7 the Tigers Swamp Pop Music Fest and Jambalaya Cookoff is Saturday, June the 25th from noon to 9 p.m. at Lamar Dixon and Gonzalez. Thanks to the title sponsor, Our Lady Lake Ascension, the Jambalaya Cookoff sponsor, Mike Ward's Liberty Safes, and the presenting sponsor, Supreme Chevrolet. All the proceeds from the Jambalaya plate sales will go to Alzheimer's Services. So for the lineup of bands that are to purchase tickets, go to 1045ESPN.com. Tickets are on sale now. Again, the date for that Swamp Pop is June the 25th. It is a Saturday. Fast moving first hour. Appreciate y'all for hanging with us. Luke Johnson came aboard at 1215 to talk about the Saints in the draft, and we've been heavy on the Saints all hour long, kind of talking about what we're going to do tonight. Can't uh, love you to join us tonight at uh, Don Juan Cigar Bar for the Rouse's ESPN Draft Party. We will be streaming on YouTube from 7 o'clock through the first round of the draft, usually a little bit after 11. All the ESPN personalities will be there. We'll have three or four in a headset at a time. The rest will be kind of perusing the bar, hanging out, watching the Pels, uh, and, and watching the draft and having a lot of fun. So if you're looking for something to do tonight, head out to Don Juan's Cigar Bar. We will be there. Can't wait to uh, to hang out all evening long. Um, when we come back in hour number two, still got to get our NBA recap from last night. A couple teams are gone fishing. We'll talk Pels, Suns. Game six. I also want to give you some um, some thoughts on LSU and where they stand in terms of hosting a regional. We've got a couple of projections out. I'll give you the RPI talk, the whole resume. We'll go through that at the top of the hour. And Leah Van uh, will join us to talk LSU baseball at 1.30. She has just heard from Jay Johnson and a couple of players. We've got some injury news and notes, so we'll hear from Leah at uh, 1.30. Very much looking forward to that. Hanging out with us on a Thursday. We've got draft, we got NBA, we got baseball. We are locked and loaded, and we appreciate you hanging out with us. We'll take a timeout at the top of the hour. Come back with all of our number two. You're listening to 